right, it's Saturday, December 18th, 2021, and uh, I'm Steven Sturski. For those of you just joining along, this here is uh, something extra I'm doing in December. This is today's offering for my December drumming challenge. If you're just joining in, if you're just finding my podcast, I thank you uh, for finding it, and I appreciate you joining me. What this is, all of December, I am trying to create a drum track or a percussion track of some sort every single day throughout the month of December. And this is today's offering. Now you can find all the other offerings that I've had, all the other tracks that I've made on my website, stephenserski.com, under the December drumming page. And if you can't find it, it might be shoved into the archives somewhere. So this track is very lazy. And I'm sure... We've all been there, especially musicians, lots of creative people. I mean, everybody has those those moments where you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want really want to get this done. I mean, I want to get it done, but I don't want to go through the work of having to get it done. I would like it just done already. So one of the things I like to do after dinner is lie down. Well, lying down is usually conducive to sleeping, but... Prior to sleeping, you can usually get one or two things done. (laughs) Yes, but this day, I'm like, well, what if, while lying down, I try to record a drum track with one hand? I mean, why not? (laughs) Given the technology that we have, given the abilities that, uh, uh, like the touchscreen interface, it's multi-sensory, whatever it is, multi-touch, In theory, it should be possible to record a drum track with one hand. I can tell you, it is possible. It's not very easy, though. It's easy, but it might not be very good. Of course, it depends on what sort of drum track you're trying to create and what sort of things that you want uh, the final version to sound like. But here is today's one-take drum track that I played with one hand. So the idea, originally I was going to do one finger, but one finger was a little bit too difficult because it was too restrictive. And I figured, well, why not just make it one hand and then that way you can do drum rolls, which sounds like it's a very simple addition, but try doing a drum roll with your fingers. It's not easy to get it nice and smooth as you do with two hands. So I try to keep it uh, relatively simple. When I try to complicate the beat a little bit more, like even adding ghost notes was difficult because you have to coordinate your, your finger placement on the iPad. You will hear several missed notes throughout the track. You'll hear other parts where things are accented, where you're like, why is he accenting there? It's because... Simply, trying to control my fingers this way is quite difficult. Now, I did a few takes, uh, and this isn't this isn't the first time I've tried to uh, finger drum, basically, with one hand on the iPad. But this is the first time I've recorded it and put it down as sort of like, that's it, I'm not touching this anymore. I did two takes. This is the second take that I did. I tried doing a third take. But it was terrible. It it got sloppy. I started overthinking it quite a bit. And as soon as I started overthinking it, that's when the mistakes multiplied. So I tried to keep it simple. I wanted to be uh, very 
low-key in my approach. I think I could have even simplified even a little bit more. And if I let the track breathe just a little bit more, I think the drum rolls, like the, uh, the, the snare rolls or the tom rolls, those might have been a little bit more smoother. If you have a keen ear, you might be able to tell that my drum rolls or my tom rolls seem to go in the opposite direction. Now, typically, as a drummer, uh, if you're going to do like a drum fill, you're going to go, you're going to start at the snare, and you're going to go to your first tom, second tom, and then your third tom, which is your floor tom. So it's usually left to right. If you are a right-handed drummer, a left-handed drummer, I play right over left. If you play the other way, it might be the other way for you. But I play right hand on the hi-hat, left hand on the snare. Typically, I would go snare and then clockwise around the kit. However, since it's kind of difficult to do a drum roll or, let's put it this way, when you're tapping your fingers on the desk, what do you start with first? Is it the pinky or the index finger? So, for these drum rolls, I was starting with the pinky, which was on the floor tom, and then ending with the index finger, which was on the, uh, the first tom. So what you get is a beat that will go doom back onto the snare drum, and then a drum roll that starts on the floor tom going up to the higher tom. Doesn't sound like a big deal, but if you have a keen ear, you'll hear that that's probably one of the defining characteristics of this type of drum beat, this one-handed iPad drumming that's going on here. Whereas if I were to play this on the kit, you'd hear me go from higher notes down to the lower notes. Here we have lower notes to the higher notes. Not a big deal. It still conveys the same message, drum drum roll, drum fill, and then back into the, uh, the beat. One thing I was trying to do, and if I had a little bit more patience and time, I think I would work on the ghost notes a little bit. This experiment proves that it is possible to play one-handed drums on the iPad, but the beat has to be rather simple. It can't be too complicated. And using ghost notes, ghost notes are those little soft notes that you you hear in the background somewhere, but they're not accented like uh, typically your bass drum will be accented on one on th one and three. The snare drum will be accented on two and four. In between that, you can play ghost notes. And you'll typically hear them all over the place. Drummers play them all the time. Even in pop music, you'll hear them uh, little ghost notes being played all the time. This is most notable if you... Uh, what would you hear it in? Well... You would, you would see a drummer playing it, but then you would look at him and go, well, it doesn't sound like he's playing anything except for that major, like the accented beats on the two on four. Well, you watch a drummer, he's probably playing ghost notes all over the place. Uh, one of the, the track that comes to mind is Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. That's what Dave Grohl does a lot, although he does, he accents all the ghost notes. Uh, the da 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 There is your ghost notes sound basically uh jazz drummers lots of jazz drummers use uh, ghost notes all over the place uh to um uh add a little bit more flourish to the backbeat if you will so there it is this is uh december drumming one-handed uh playing so uh enjoy it one-handed drum beat that's all it is and uh, it was quite the challenge. I'm glad I got it down. It could be better. 
I, I can't lie. It could be better. But um, as I've sort of realized, anything more than two or three takes, and I mean, you better have more, t- much more time than than what you have. Because three takes you can do within 20, 25 minutes. Any more than three takes, and it's probably going into an hour, two hours of time. Yeah, it's just how things kind of go. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, you can find all the tracks and the histories and the show notes up on my website, stevensersky.com. Again, under the December drumming page. If not, uh, search through the archives and they'll be uh, uh, located somewhere around there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We'll talk again. Bye-bye. <laughs>